Facebook and Instagram ads are a powerful tool to market your t-shirt brand, but you have to understand the metrics and the principles behind them for them to work successfully. Welcome to the T-Shirt Millionaires Podcast, where T-Shirt brand owners will learn how to advertise and sell to the masses online, transforming your business and helping you build an impactful brand that connects to the hearts of your target audience. It's your T-Shirt Millionaires mentor, Charles Smith III. What's up, T-Shirt Millionaires? I'm Charles Smith, the host of the T-Shirt Millionaires podcast, and this is episode number six. And today, what we will be talking about is the principles and the math behind running Facebook ads and Instagram ads for your T-Shirt brand. Facebook and Instagram ads, as I told you in a previous episode, has been the number one driver of sales for my T-Shirt brand. My brand was built on the back of Facebook and Instagram ads, and I feel like it's probably one of the best platforms out there to be able to laser target your, your target audience, find the people who are really want to buy from you. But there's a lot of misconceptions that go on with Facebook and Instagram ads from people who are just starting. And so what we need to do is go into some of the terminology. We need to go into some of the concepts of digital marketing so you can have a better understanding of when you're running ads, what that means for your business, what those numbers mean for your business and what to expect. So we're going to be diving deep into that today. Uh, but before we get started, I'm going to shout out a, a quick sponsor and then we'll go ahead and we'll get into uh, the talk about Facebook and Instagram ads for your t-shirt business. Oh, thank you. All right, t-shirt millionaire. So let's go ahead and let's get into the concepts, the theories, uh, the principles of running Facebook and Instagram ads for your t-shirt business. As I said before, my business was built off of Facebook and Instagram ads. I think it's so powerful because with a few clicks of a button, you are able to reach number one, uh, your target audience, and you're able to really key and dial in to the people who would be interested in your brand. One thing that I teach is that you need to find a niche first. You need to find a niche. You need to find a group or demographic of people who would really resonate with your brand and then you should create your brand and your products around that i don't think that you should start the other way around because when you do go ahead and put the niche first when you are done creating your products you have an audience that you could be able to reach and facebook and instagram ads give you the opportunity to really find those people and so um what we have to understand about marketing is when we're running Facebook ads and we're running Instagram ads, what we are doing is we are paying to number one, get in front of our customers. And then for the people who see our advertisements and buy, we are paying for them to buy. Now you kind of listen to that concept and you're like, that doesn't make sense. So I'm trying to get them to buy from me, but what I'm doing is I'm buying them. And, and let me just break that concept down a little further. So there is a concept in a term called customer acquisition. And basically what customer acquisition is means that we are purchasing, we are acquiring, we are buying customers. So for instance, let's say this morning I go ahead and I start 
a Facebook ad, right? And I choose all of my targeting. I choose my demographic. I choose where I want the Facebook ads and Instagram ads to show either on Facebook or Instagram or the news feed or the story or the marketplace. You could place your ads several different places. But let's say I went through, I put a budget of $20 for the day. Um, I put in all of my settings and boom, I went ahead and submitted my ad and it got approved and then it starts running uh, to the demographic that I'm targeting. So say, for instance, that $20 gets spent today and I get one customer. Okay, so that one customer came through and basically um, I spent $20. So what I would eventually what I would essentially say is today I acquired one customer for 20 bucks so i spent 20 bucks to bring a customer into my door okay now let's say for instance that customer uh purchased maybe two t-shirts from me so you know say my t-shirts are at 25 a piece so they spent about 50 dollars plus maybe shipping um and they ordered a couple of t-shirts so what you would see is number one i have a revenue amount of 50 dollars okay then I have a advertising spend for my Facebook and Instagram ads of about $20. So that leaves about $30, right? $30 in profit so far. But then I still have to pay for the cost of the t-shirt. So say the cost of the t-shirt, um, you know, each t-shirt was maybe about 10 bucks. Let's say that. So that's another $20. So I had $30 left. I back out another $20. That leaves me $10, you know, in profit. All right. So there's $10 left over. Boom. Now, a lot of people would look at that and they would say, hmm, you know, that's pretty interesting. I really don't have that much profit, um, you know, after I've taken out these advertising costs and then after I have taken out my product costs. And a lot of people do look at that, especially people who are just starting out. They're like, man, I'm running these ads. It's expensive. I don't truly understand, like, what's the point of me even doing this? And I can understand your reasoning behind it. But what we have to understand as a business owner, and especially as somebody who is operating an online business, customer acquisition is just bringing the customer in the door. That is the beginning phase. When you only focus on the first transaction, that's when you're beginning this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? You're beginning the relationship with your customer. The people who win online, the people who succeed online, the people who have a lot of success online don't focus on the first transaction to be able to profit. What they do is focus on the back end of their business. Bringing in customer, customer acquisition is one thing, but the back of the business is what brings in the gravy. That's where the true profit comes. Because if you can get somebody to purchase one time and they've already said yes to you and you've given them a great customer experience and you've given them a good product, then it'll be easier to sell to that same customer again. And so what you need is a system in place to be able to build out that back end and get those customers to purchase again. OK, now we're not going to go full into the back end on this specific episode. I'll talk about different ways to do that later on. But what I want you to know is just get an understanding of this math and what it means to bring a customer into to, to the, into the door. All right. Okay, so the next thing is when we are running ads on Facebook or Instagram, there are metrics that we need to pay attention to. All right. 
And as I said in a previous episode, when you run Facebook and Instagram ads, you need to do it through the business manager. That is business.facebook.com. Instagram has a promote button. Facebook has a boost button. I'm sure that you've seen both of those buttons and they make it really easy to be able to, you know, maybe send an ad out there by putting those buttons on Instagram and Facebook. But those running those type of ads are mainly for engagement when it comes to converting somebody and getting somebody to purchase from your store and finding true buyers. That is not the proper way to run ads. You need to do it through business.facebook.com. But when we're running ads, we need to pay attention to the numbers. Running ads is just a numbers game. That's all it is. It's a numbers game, and you need to understand what these metrics are. So what you have to do is look at your... um, When you run ads, you have to look at it as like a funnel. And what I do is I look at it as a pipe. Say there's a pipe, right? There's a pipe with two open ends. The very front, the the, the beginning end of the pipe, um, that, that, that first open end is basically once somebody sees your ad. That's the first contact with somebody on Facebook or Instagram. So your ad shows up on their Facebook news feed or the Instagram news feed. That's the very first time. And then the in-between points on that pipe are different checkpoints. And we'll get into those checkpoints later. But at the very end of the pipe, basically that is when somebody purchases. So say for instance, we, we run some water, squirt some water through that pipe at the very beginning. That's when somebody sees the ad. When the water gets to the very end of it, that means that Um, somebody has made a purchase and if that water doesn't go all the way through the end of the pipe then that means that there are blockages within that pipe that is keeping that customer from going from the very beginning all the way to the end so let's go ahead and let's talk about some of these metrics so as i said the very beginning of the pipe is when somebody sees your ad on facebook or instagram now the first metric that we look at is cost per click And then we also look at click through rate. Now, what is cost per click? Cost per click is a metric that says this is how much it costs for somebody to click on my ad. Okay, so somebody could see, you know, your ad can be shown to, you know, thousands, thousand people. Right. And let's say that every time somebody clicks is costing two bucks. So every time you spend two dollars, somebody clicks on your ad and they go to your website. Now, one thing that we need to take note of is that cost per click. When we have a good cost per click, that means that that cost per click is lower and that it means that the audience that we're advertising to, we have targeted the right people. And then we're also showing the right product or the right advertisement to those people. Now, let me break that down a little further. Say, for instance, I was selling T-shirts to um, sneakerheads, you know what I'm saying? Sneaker lovers, people who are like sneaker fanatics, right? They do custom sneakers. They love all that stuff, right? And say I I have a, a T-shirt and I, I'm doing T-shirts for them. But say, for instance, I target um, maybe I target a, a, an audience that may be into like bicycling. They're not so much into sneakers, but they're into bicycling. Well, my ad will be showing to this specific audience, but my cost per click would probably be high because they're not really resonating 
with the ad that I'm putting in front of them. This is about sneakerheads. These are people who like basketball sneakers and Jordans and Nikes and all these different things. But this bicycling crowd may not like what I have. And so as I'm presenting my ad to them and it's showing up in their Facebook feed, they're not clicking it. So it costs more for them to click on my ad. I hope that makes sense. Okay. So that cost per click is higher. We want our cost per click to be lower. A good industry average and one thing that I teach and one thing that I try to stick by is if you can get a dollar per click or lower, then you're doing good. What that means is you what that means is that you have targeted the right audience and you're showing that audience the right product. It's a synergy between both of those different um both of those what's the word for it? Both of those different uh I think y'all know what I'm saying. I can't I can't think of the word, but the, both of those different components, there's a synergy. There is a match. There is a product to audience match. And so they really resonate with what I'm showing them. So they click on it. They go to my website. And if I'm spending a dollar or less per click, then I know that I've targeted a good audience and I'm showing them the right thing. So that's the very first front end of the pipe. That's the first thing that we want to listen to or, or we want to pay attention to. Also, what we want to do is we want to pay attention to the click through rate. All right. Click through rate. So say, for instance, um, I my ad is shown to 100 people. OK. And let's say that one person out of that 100 of out of those 100 people clicked on my ad. What I would say is that one percent of people clicked on my ad that it was shown to one divided by 100 is one percent all right so one percent so when we're talking about our click-through rate what we want to do is have a click-through rate of one percent or higher okay one percent or higher if one percent of people are clicking on my ad then i'm happy with that i feel like i have again a good audience to product match i'm showing the right product to the right audience one percent or higher are clicking okay if we're getting below 1%, then something is off. We're either not showing them the right product or we're promoting to the wrong audience. But those are the metrics that we need to pay attention at the very, very beginning. Okay. So after somebody clicks on our ad, they go to our website. All right. And they are paying attention to uh, they and they're going to our website and they are, you know, shopping around and different things like that. So. After they're shopping around and they're looking around, then they the next step would be to maybe click on product pages or maybe add to cart. You know what I'm saying? They may like something they add to cart. Now, say, for instance, um, say your products, like we said, say your T-shirts cost about twenty five dollars. OK, and let's say, for instance, that. Every $25 that you spend in your advertising and your marketing, somebody adds to cart. So you spend $25, only one person has added to cart on your website every time you spend 25 bucks. If you were to look at that specific metric, you would say something is wrong here. You know what I'm saying? Only one person is adding to the cart every time I spend $25 and my product costs $25. I'm never going to, you know, have any type of profit with that. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, the big focus 
in your business as you move forward and you progress and you get stronger in your businesses it's not about making profit on the on the front end but a lot of people don't have a lot of money to sustain those losses up front so you want to try to mitigate mitigate those as much as possible and so if if it's taking 25 dollars for somebody to add to cart something is wrong something is off and so that's when you have to start looking at different um components of your website uh, one component is how fast is your website loading, right? How fast is it loading when people are clicking from page to page? There's a there's a term called bounce rate or bounce. And basically what bounce means is when people get to your website and if they scroll through but they never click on a button or never take action, they end up leaving. And a lot of the times that can happen because your website loads slow. Maybe there's too many apps loaded into your store. Um, maybe there um your pictures that you have are too big and they need to be compressed there's a lot of factors that go into that but that could be one reason why it's it's taking so much time or it's costing so much for somebody to add to cart because people are leaving the website another reason could be is your products just may not be appealing right um you know maybe your collection and, and the t-shirts that you have and the products that you're showing the customer they're not appealing and they're not drawing them towards um you know making a purchase so they never go to that next step and add to cart that could be another reason another reason is maybe because the way that your site is set up it's just you know it's hard for them to navigate they're not finding what they need and so that many people aren't adding to cart maybe they can't find the shipping details or you know have that trust we talked about our e-commerce store optimization in a previous um episode and those are some of the factors that could play into people not adding to cart but that is the next metric that you would really pay attention to um you know how much does it cost for them to go to product pages and then also how much does it cost for them to add to cart okay so then as they go and they add to cart you know there's going to be a certain amount of people who um, go to the next stage and the next stage is the initiate cart and so basically this is the checkout page right and so this is where pretty much people get to that checkout page and they start filling in uh, their shipping details their billing details you know information so they can start you know getting prepared to put in their credit card um, and so they'll go there then they will go the next page that they will go to on Shopify is they'll go to the shipping page right and a lot of people end up leaving here right here when they get to the shipping page and the reason is is because we live in like this Amazon age where um, you know free shipping is offered all over the place right free shipping free two-day shipping and a lot of the times when people see shipping they end up leaving now me personally I don't offer free shipping especially since I do the print-on-demand business model um, you know, I already pay as, as, uh, enough cost as is. So shipping, you know, I, I offer shipping as well. But that could be uh, one of the reasons why people leave. But they'll go ahead and they'll choose their shipping. And then after that, they go through and purchase. Right. And at the end of that purchase, you know, they have went ahead and, and, and spent money with you. You have already spent a specific amount of advertising dollars for them to go all the way through that funnel and if we talk about that pipe that you know i discussed earlier basically that means that they went all the way from the the beginning of that pipe where they clicked they've went to your product pages they've went to your add to cart they've went to the checkout page 
They've went through the shipping page. They've went through the payment page and then they have went and purchased. And for them to get all the way through that funnel, you have spent a certain amount of money and you have paid that amount of money to acquire a customer and bring them into your world. And so that's how you have to think about advertising online and running Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Those are the theories. Those are the concepts. Those are the principles behind buying customers. And you have to do this. You have to spend money to get yourself um, to get uh, to bring awareness to your brand, to bring awareness to your products, to bring awareness to your customers that you even exist. You have to spend money to do that. And you'll understand that over time, all that money that you spent is not like you're just wasting it. Right. You're not just throwing money away. Even if you spent twenty five dollars and you didn't get any customer. Right. Uh, you know, that specific day, you cannot look at it as a waste of money. What you have to look at it as is you have to look at it as an investment. Right. You are investing money into the marketplace to understand what works and what doesn't work for your business. If you didn't get an order the first day when you spent money for Facebook and Instagram ads, what you have is a whole bunch of data that is in the business manager, business.facebook.com, that you can start to assess to understand what is working and what doesn't work. Now, let's talk about some of the ways that you can assess this data. First off, you need to set up um, pretty much a, uh, a dashboard, which you can do this within the business manager of that entire funnel that we talked about. So all the way from the first click to how they interacted on certain parts of your website to when they purchase, you know what I'm saying? And you can easily look at that data all the way through that funnel or through that pipe. And you can start seeing where the weak points of your funnel are. And then based on that data, you can go back and start fixing things. So like I said, if it looks like it's costing $5 for somebody to click, I know that I need to go ahead and maybe fix my ad. You know what I'm saying? Or I need to change my targeting. If it's, you know, costing, uh, you know, too much money for somebody to add to cart, then I need to start looking at things on my website and what I need to improve. So that's what that data will tell you. Also, what I like to look at is, um, you know, what gender is buying? If I if I marketed to both genders, male and female, I need to look at, OK, are the males clicking on my ads more? Are they interacting more? Or is it the females that are, you know, producing, uh, you know, more clicks and they're interacting more with the ad? You know, that's data that when I run ads again, if it seems like it's more male uh, dominated and that they are um, interacting with my ads more then maybe I shift more of my ad spend in the future towards uh, males or men. OK, the next thing is age groups. I like to look at age groups. What ages are responding to my ads? You know what I'm saying? Facebook and uh, the business manager will tell you that it'll give you, um, you know, different uh, demographics from like 25 to 34, 35 to 44. And I can start seeing who is really responding to my ad. Um, another thing that I like to start looking at is which states, um, you know, are responding with my ad more. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, is it California? Is it New York? Are there southern states that are responding more? And as you start to spend more ad dollars, you start getting an understanding of like, you know, where a lot of your customers are. And that's something that you look at. Um, another thing 
uh, that I like to look at is which devices are people using um, to interact with my ads or interact with my brand when they see them on Facebook or Instagram. And so uh, Facebook or the business manager allows you to look at desktop, iPhone, Android, tablet, right? So you can start looking at, you know, um, which devices are performing the best for you. For the most part, in the majority, I I advertise, uh, especially when it's audiences that are like brand new, have who have never heard of my brand before. I advertise to mobile because everybody's on their phone, right? So I advertise to mobile devices, and then I retarget them uh, pretty much everywhere. So any type of device that you can have, um, I retarget them to try to bring people back who didn't uh, purchase on the first visit. But that's something that you need to pay attention to. All right. Um, what is another one? Oh, yes. So another one is uh, placement. Okay. So there, when you, when you run Facebook or Instagram ads, you can place your ads on the Facebook news feed. You can place your ads on the Facebook or the Instagram news feed. You can pay, place your ads on the Facebook or Instagram stories. Uh, you can place your ads on the Explore page on Instagram, uh, on the Marketplace on Facebook. You can put your ads in a lot of different places, right? Um, but what I like to do is look at the data and say, okay, you know, maybe when I ran my ads, I placed it in these four different places. Which one is performing best? And what we're doing, y'all, as we're walking through and I'm, I'm showing you this or I'm telling you about this, what we're doing is we're looking at the data that we purchased, that we invested in. We're finding where the hot points or the winning um, or we're, we're, what levers we can pull to make our advertising campaigns even stronger more powerful the next time we run another advertising campaign and so that data becomes valuable because you're casting a wide net at the very beginning but then as you get that data you're able to really narrow down and as i said before laser target what works and then when you find out what works then basically you can have better campaigns as you continue to run in the future so those are the things that we're doing when we're running advertising but one thing that I just want everybody to know, and especially the people who are just starting advertising or maybe have thought about advertising and like, you know, I wonder if this works or not. You have to understand that when you first start running advertising, yeah, there's a chance that you, you'll get some sales and you'll get some wins at the very beginning. But you shouldn't look at it that way. You should look at I invest. I am I am building a machine and I'm investing into my business to figure out what works and what doesn't. I am paying to purchase or acquire customers. And then what we'll talk about, like I said, in another episode is as we move forward um, in your business, it's about bringing that customer in in the door. So if you can get to at least breaking even, if you can break even with your advertising spend and say, for instance, you earn $20, you got $20 in revenue, you spent $20 um, to buy that customer with advertising, you're winning. You broke even at the very beginning and then your job is to find out ways to be able to sell more to that same customer later on in the future as you're growing your business. It's easier to sell more to a customer that has already purchased from you 
than it is to get a new customer into the door. Okay, so those are just some of the principles and some of the ideas that I want you to think about when you're talking about advertising for your business and especially with Facebook and Instagram ads. These are all helpful things to, to consider. As I said, Facebook and Instagram ads is such a powerful tool. Um, you know, this has been the driver of my business, allowing me to go, you know, multiple six figures this year. And uh, I just really love it. And it's very powerful. So with that being said, y'all, I'm going to sign off. I really hope that uh, this episode was helpful. I know I went into a lot of uh, numbers and a lot of, you know, nerdy, you know, math and all that different stuff. But that's how you have to look at it. Uh, but I truly hope that it was helpful for you. And until the next episode, y'all be blessed. Keep fighting, keep working and we'll talk soon. You heard what the man said. He said, leave his daddy a review. If you've gotten any value from this podcast, what I want you to do is subscribe and go leave a review. That's going to help it rise to the top of the charts. I want T-shirt millionaires to be number one so I can reach more people, inspire more people and change more lives. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.